What is up, my fellow humans, sexy financiers? I hope you're doing well. We're going to talk about the balance sheet today. This is where you have your assets and your liabilities. Think about assets as the positive green column and liabilities as the red. Very simple. It gets a little confusing when you have retained earnings and debt and you're paying down equity and like, yeah, okay, it gets confusing, but let's keep this super simple. You want to, like your cash flow statement, think about, am I growing my wealth? Am I moving more into the green? Is my net worth increasing every month? Just like with your cash flow statement, you want to make sure that you're making profit every month. If you're in the red, if you're losing every month, then your net worth is coming down. And that's how they're connected. Every month you have $1,000 in profit, for example, that then goes to your balance sheet. That's where your assets are because cash is an asset. Now let's look at this. Three simple ways to think about this. Cash, investments, and debt. Now you could further break this out into liquid assets or liquid investments like stocks because you can pretty much sell those pretty easily. 401ks are more tied up. Real estate is semi-liquid. It takes time to sell, et cetera. So you could really organize these however you want or keep them super simple. I like to know what my cash and my cash equivalents are. I like to know what my investments are. I like to know what my liquid investments are. And then I like to know what my debt is. So this example, let's look at this real quick. Let's say at the bank, can't stand banks, but we still pretty much need them to pay rent and do things like that. Let's say I got 2,500 bucks in there. I keep that as an average. It's all hypothetical, by the way. Let's say Wealthfront, there's a cash account. It's kind of like a money market fund. They pay like 1% or something. It's better than nothing. Let's say I got $5,000 in silver. I know I can pretty much sell it anytime. Go to any coin shop and sell that. Pretty easy to sell silver, very highly liquid. And then I have Bitcoin, which is the hardest asset in the history of humanity. That puts me at a total sum of $37,000 in cash. Now let's go to the investments. Let's say my Robinhood account has $13,000. My 401k has got $50,000. And my Fundrise account, which is a real estate investment income based like REIT, that has $15,000. That puts my investments at $78,000. Now we go over to debt. Let's say loan one is $10,000. Amex credit card's got $2,500. Credit card two's got $5,000. That puts my debt at 17500 And of course, depending on the interest rates, like credit card two, if it's above 20%, you probably want to start knocking that out, but we won't get into credit card debt in this course. In fact, debt and credit card debt needs a course itself. I will probably do a course on that actually, because debt is a tool. It has a negative reputation as a lot of things are, but it's like anything else. It's a tool. It's how you use it. Now, these formulas here calculate out so that the total cash in your total investments go under the asset column. So those get added together and you have $115,000 in assets. Your liabilities, which are your loans, or and this could be mortgage, this could be car payments, et cetera, 17,500. What you get when you take assets minus liabilities, you get your net worth. So in this hypothetical example, this person is worth about $100,000. That's pretty awesome. Better than being in the negative, which is actually the case for a lot of Americans. You also own, again, this example, In this example, you have assets, you have cash, you have wiggle room, you have a rainy day fund, and your debt load is very low, not even 20% of your assets and cash. This is a pretty good place to be. Now, this debt, if you're paying it down, you're getting better every single month. So you're actually improving your net worth if you're paying this down. And that's where you need to understand a cash flow statement, uh, your income, your profit and loss, and the balance sheet. Because the balance sheet shows these things. When you pay debt down, 
it might look like you're not making a lot of extra money every month because you're spending a lot of that on debt. So you might be breaking even every month. But if you're paying $1,000 in debt down, you're removing that from your balance sheet and you're actually increasing your wealth. Because like, let's say, for example, we paid this down in six months. This, these are now $5,000. This is now 1000 And this is now 1000 Pretty reasonable, healthy balances. Now, look what happened to your net worth. It jumped up by that exact amount. You're now about $10,000 wealthier. Income is profit and loss, right? So this inflow and outflow, think of it that way. And what is left over is your net. But, and this is true of business, businesses make investments and they might show zero profit. Amazon did this for years. They made no money for years because they had so much opportunity for growth that they spent every penny. And then later on, as in today, they're now finally making a profit. They took the long game. For years, they didn't make any profit and they were criticized for doing so. But now look what they're doing, you know, trillion dollar plus company might have a strategy like that. Maybe you racked up some debt, you started a business, or you made bad financial decisions, who knows what it is. But now you're getting healthy and you want to remove that debt. So you start paying it down. So you might have, let's say on your, so let's say on your P&L, you might have $1,500 net a month. But let's say we take these debt payments and we made these a thousand here for your loan. Now what that does is that drops your net down to $800. So every month, what's going to happen is this is going to plus by 800, 800 plus here. And this is going to be minus every month you're going to, let's see, you're going to improve your net worth by the same amount. It's $1,800. Your net worth is going to increase, but it's not going to only go to cash because only 800 is going to go to cash or maybe you buy stocks for that, whatever. And then a thousand is going to come off of debt. So these are the different things you have to manage. In some instances, you might want to pay down debt. You might not. It depends on what your opportunities are for that cash whether you're like trying to build a rainy day fund, whether you're trying to buy a house or do things like that, and the cost of that capital. A good way to think about debt is renting money. If you rent money because you're going to use it for something, then debt is a tool and can be very powerful. In the case of credit cards, it's probably the last place you want to go because of their high interest rates. So if you have a 25% interest rate, I mean, I know people that have a 28% interest rate, which means on $10,000 loan at 28% interest, you have $2,800 a year that you pay for the privilege of owing 10K. Now that, that's a good way to think about that. Now that's crazy. On the flip side, if you have 5% and you have this as $500 a month, that might be worth it. It might be worth it to rent that 10K and pay 500 a year for that privilege because you might be able to use that 10K to buy income producing properties or you need it for cash flow for buying inventory, manage your business. What I'm saying here is sometimes you might want to pay, like, let's say a 28% credit card down. You might want to get that down to a manageable level because you don't have any other investments. You might have enough cash for rainy day and things like that. So you don't really need to put money into cash. So you might adjust what you're paying down in debt every month. And there are other times, like, let's say you're really depleted. thousand bucks here. You got 500 here. You sold all your silver. So you got, you know, one coin left. Let's say you got 30 bucks and you lost your Bitcoin in a boating accident. You now have $1,500 in liquid assets. Today, and the American economy is nothing. And I'm sure that doesn't even cover one month of rent, let alone eating food, utilities, et cetera. So in this example, what you would want to do is you want to change the P&L. Let's change what we're paying to the debt down to as little as possible. Say your minimum payments were 150 bucks a month. That now gives you $1,689 a month that are going to go here. So $1,689 a month is going to go to your cash. So after a few months, you're going to have... You're going to have about 6K and now you're in a much healthy, healthier position because you have three months of rent and some electricity, whatever. And then once you have that, you go back to your P&L and you decide we're going to start paying down debt again. 
Let's put that up $1,200. Let's even go a little bit more aggressive. Let's get it like as high as we can. Literally, you have $140 a month that is going to cash. It's basically nothing because you'll probably end up spending that. But you are putting a pretty drastic dent in your debt. So in 4.3 months, you'll have paid off this debt. This debt will then be zeroed. That's just a quick intro to think about a balance sheet. It is assets, which is investments, cash, real estate, silver, Bitcoin, et cetera. And it is minus debt. And then you have your net worth, which is the net. We'll do another video on debt and how it can be used as a tool, how it gets a bad rap because most people don't use it correctly. They use it to buy crap and consumables and they go more and more into debt and they further decrease their net worth rather than using debt as a tool to buy assets, to produce income, et cetera. That deserves its own course. And I recommend reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki to get the really basic understanding of assets versus liabilities and buying assets and making that your goal. This course is about managing your finances and using Google Sheets to do that. But if you want to be wealthy, financially free, eventually, you got to get into the asset buying mindset. Understanding your numbers, tracking your PL, understanding cash flow, profit and loss, thinking of yourself as a business that has assets, that has inflows and outflows, that can manage debt in a strategic way, that can manage cash in a strategic way. This is how you become wealthy and become financially free because what gets measured gets improved. I'll see you in the next one. Yeah.